Hello, and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So this week, I'm inspired by one of my recent mastermind groups. I wanted to dedicate this entire episode to networking. And why is networking so important? Well, because when you're building a conscious business, you have to focus on sangha or building community. And this is a fundamental thing to realize as we build and grow our businesses. It's about community. And as your community grows and expands, so too will your business. Remember that relationships are the root of all business transactions. And that's a great tweetable. I'm going to say it again. Relationships are the root of all business transactions. And networking, well, it happens in many different ways, formally, informally. Some of my entrepreneur friends who are parents tell me that they even end up finding clients sometimes through their kids through school, through sporting events, not even in a direct way. Now, they don't attend their kids' events in the hope that they're going to meet someone, but just organically, as you get to know someone, you really develop relationships with other parents. Well, with that time, that might evolve into networking opportunities, which is yet another reason why being authentic is so important because you never know who you're going to meet, when you're going to meet them, and how they can help you grow your business. So here's a look at what you're going to learn today. First, I'm going to explain why networking is so important to a conscious business. Then I'm going to share some great tips for networking and the magical single phrase that you need to use when you get to know someone new. But first, I want to start with a story. So as I mentioned, there's many different opportunities for networking. Some events are social, and sometimes networking happens just organically. And some events that we attend are straight up dedicated as networking events. The sole purpose is to meet new people and talk business. So I was recently at a networking event, and something pretty shocking happened. I still don't even really understand it, to be honest. And this was a dedicated networking event. So this wasn't something that was just social. Like the event title said, come and join us for this networking event. There were no presentations. There were no speakers. Just networking all night long. Now, this was a bit of a younger crowd. I'd say the average age was, you know, 25 to 27. And I noticed something really odd happening. It happened with the first couple of people that I met and then it kept happening over and over and over again. And it made me start to question whether or not I was missing something big. Maybe there was a change in the way we do business and I didn't get the memo. I didn't know about it. So I'd love to hear if any of you have experienced this lately. 
What blew my mind was the number of people at this dedicated, quote unquote, networking event who didn't have business cards. It was shocking. I'd say that less than half the people there didn't have a business card on them. And I was so surprised. And my backup whenever I meet someone who doesn't have a card is to always, you know, pull up my phone, uh, pull up my LinkedIn app, and then find them through LinkedIn and connect to them that way. And most of these people didn't even have LinkedIn either. So I started to ask around and get really curious. And a lot of people had a similar story. They either they didn't have a job right now or they didn't really feel like they had enough experience. Not an excuse. You have to have a way for people to get a hold of you. Even if you don't have a job, maybe you just finished school, you can still have a LinkedIn account. And I actually did meet one person who was fresh out of school and he actually had cards printed up that said he was seeking new opportunities in his particular field, which was really impressive. Now to me, that says that he actually cares. He's making an effort to really, really find work right now. It definitely made him stand out to me and really wanna make an effort to help him find that right opportunity. Remember that relationships are the root of all business transactions. Now, I wanted to talk about why networking is so important to building a conscious business. Now, I mentioned before that relationships are the root of all business transactions. And specifically, relationships really help people get to know you. And they really help you to build trust. And the thing with business relationships, they're just like personal relationships. They're built over time with energy and with consistency. I'll never ever forget a horrible meeting that I attended a couple of years ago. Someone had reached out to me via LinkedIn and asked me to meet him for coffee. And when he showed up, he actually brought along his business partner, which I didn't really know about. And within five minutes, of thus sitting down for coffee, they started to hard sell me and pitch their services. I was completely blown away and they didn't take any time to get to know me or my business or my background and it just really threw me for a loop. Business just isn't done like this, at least not the type of business that I want to do. Do you know what the proudest accomplishment of my business is? It's not a big fancy stat on how many downloads I have or what my social media following is or my biggest named clients. It's the fact that many of my clients have worked with me four or five times. That speaks volumes to me because it means that people are happy with the work that we've done. It means that people feel permanently part of my community. People trust me and people are willing to refer me to others that they know. You know, I see so many people these days just trying to build something really quick and, you know, make money overnight, but that comes at a cost. It comes at a cost to their brand, to their reputation, and it will impact them in the long term. Remember that every single person that you meet, every conversation, every blog post, every interaction, every email, every post, every comment, those are all touch points where people are interacting with you and deciding whether or not they wanna do business with you. So if you ever find yourself in a place of comparing, and we know comparing 
never really brings anything good from it. But just remember that you might see people being more successful than you in this moment, but where will they be in the long run, right? Back to the tortoise and the hare. Remember, we choose to do business with people that we know, like, and trust. One of my clients has a policy that she never ever wants to do business with someone that she wouldn't want to sit down and have dinner with. And I love that policy. It's all about relationships and relationships are built over time. And remember, just because someone isn't a customer or client of yours doesn't mean that they haven't developed an informed opinion of you. They can be out there saying good things about you or they can be out there saying bad things about you. And this is all based on how you show up on the kind of relationships that you are building. And as I was working on this episode this week, I came across a brilliant quote from Simon Sinek, the author of Start With Why and Leaders Eat Last. He says that if you don't understand people, you don't understand business. And that's a great tweetable. I'm going to say that again. If you don't understand people, you don't understand business. So in this segment, I want to share five of my top tips for networking. And I'm going to recap two that I mentioned already. They're pretty obvious, so I'm not even going to count them as part of the five, okay? Have business cards, please and have a LinkedIn account. It's free. I you know, I don't want to get complicated here, but please make sure that your LinkedIn account has the same name as it does on your business cards because there's nothing more frustrated than trying to find someone and not being able to be sure whether that's them or not. So for me, I don't have this problem because there is only one Julie Zuzak. It's one of the advantages to having a very unique last name. But for example, if your name is Jim on your business cards, but it's James on LinkedIn, well, this might be a little bit confusing for people. All right, so I'm going to share five of my favorite networking tips. Some of them are mine. Some of them have come from other people who are brilliant. Here we go. Let's dive in. Tip number one, follow up. Now, I know this one's really simple, but not everyone does it. But if you get someone's business card, follow up with them. It only needs to be a really quick email, short and sweet, but carve out time to do this. If you know you have an event coming up, then make sure you block off some time the next morning to make sure that you get this done. I personally like to follow a 24-hour rule. So I try to follow up with someone the very next day and send out an email. If you don't, then business cards just sit on your corner of your desk and collect dust. And then in a couple weeks, you pick them up and you can't even remember, where, where did I meet this person? Who were they? What, what did we talk about? So do it quickly. Remember, how we present ourselves, how we show up is all part of what contributes to our brand. Every touch point that we make with someone helps them to formulate an opinion of who we are. And so what message does it send when we follow up consistently? It says, here I am, I care, and I am reliable. One of my good friends is an investment advisor, and early in her business, she started to do a weekly newsletter. 
And I am so impressed that she's kept it up all these years. Not only is it a great way for her to stay top of mind with people, but it also sends a message that she is reliable, that she is dependable, consistent, and authentic, and that she makes her clients and their education a priority. So that's tip number one, follow up as quickly as possible, okay? Tip number two, make a note of where and when you met someone. When you're entering in their contact info, make a note of when and where you met them. Doesn't matter how you collect this data, you might use software, you might just use an Excel spreadsheet, just make a note of it when you enter them. It will really help you to keep a context when you reach out to talk to them and also help them remember who you were. You know, just this week I had someone tell me that they followed up with a prospect after a little while and they were actually able to pinpoint the date and time when they first met. And this prospect was really impressed with them because they hadn't remembered it. Again, all these little things, they help to make a difference. So tip number two, make a note of when and where you meet someone. Tip number three is to listen. It's not all about you all the time. You want to get a chance to know someone, find out what is going on with them, with their business, and what is going well. What are their biggest challenges? It's a fundamental, basic human need to be seen and heard. So be a good listener and let people know that you're genuinely interested in what they're doing. Tip number three is to listen. Tip number four, ask powerful questions. So as a coach, I've got a slight advantage here because I'm trained to ask questions, but I'll share what I've learned over the years. So the best questions, the most powerful ones to ask are short and direct. They get right to the point. The less words that you use, the better. Don't try to impress someone when you're asking a question. Don't try to add in a bunch of filler information or data to try to make yourself seem intelligent or let them know what you know. Just ask a simple question. And the best questions are short and sweet and right to the point. Try to even dumb them down, make them really simple. A couple of my favorites that really get a good response are, what does that give you? Or how is that important to you? Try to avoid also the yes and no questions. They are conversation killers, especially if the person that you're talking to is a little bit shy. Yes or no questions are kind of like throwing a stone into a lake. They just kind of go plunk and then there's silence. So try to focus on open-ended questions. That's tip number four, ask powerful questions. Tip number five, create a spark and fan it into a flame. And I'm gonna give Gary credit for this one. He brought it up last week in our mastermind group. It was a brilliant one and I wanted to share it with you guys. During your conversation, Find one common thing or one reason to follow up with them. Think of this as a way to continue the conversation, that one spark, and then as your relationship grows, you fan it into a flame. I think it's a beautiful way to really understand and remember that relationships are built over time. They grow and they strengthen, right? 
Tip number five, create a spark and fan it into a flame. And I have one bonus tip for you. I mentioned it before, but I'm going to say it again and repeat it because it's really important. Often I hear people tell me that they feel awkward when they're networking or they don't know who to be or how to act. Just be yourself. Be authentic. Don't try to look at someone else and see what they're doing and copy it. Don't copy their strategy. Don't try to be interested in things that you're not. Talk about the things that you are most passionate about. Because it's not the what that people are drawn to, it's the passion. You know, I often say, I want to hear the passion dripping from your voice. When you're telling a story or you're explaining something, people are just naturally attracted to that energy. It's more than just the words that are going on when you're having a conversation, right? You know this. It's more than just what people are saying. It's their body language. It's the eye contact. It's the tone that people speak with. That makes all the difference. And that's truly what is engaging. Because people are going to be able to tell if you're not being you. They're going to sense this a mile away. And that kind of incongruent energy when we're saying one thing with our words, but we're acting out something different or people can tell that it's not really aligned with who we are. That's the incongruency that really turns people off. So focus on what you know best, which is you because you're amazing. So your bonus tip is to please be authentic. And I also promised one magical single phrase that I want you to use when you meet someone new. And this is to ask them, how can I help you? Or how can I help your business? Because essentially, this is what you're trying to do when you meet someone, right? So just come right out and say it. And this isn't about selling. This can be just a really open-ended question that you put forward and gives them permission to ask for what they want. They might need an introduction, they might need an idea, they might need some advice, whatever it is, just give them permission to ask. And quite often, people will return the favor. So let's recap those five tips. One, follow up. Two, make a note of when and where you met them. Three, listen. Four, ask powerful questions. Five, Create a spark and fan it into a flame. And your bonus tip was to be authentic. And remember, the two tweetables, remember that relationships are the root of all business transactions. And the quote from Simon Sinek, if you don't understand people, you don't understand business. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on networking. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.